Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another fabulous CB and the Boys radio show. We have got a fabulous hot show tonight with some fire hot topics you don't want to miss. So just sit back and relax and buckle up. It's going to be a thrilling ride at CB and the Boys. So see you in. George, roll it. Boy Honey, Roger Hawkins, Mimi Acosta, let's go! CB and the Boys, Midweek Motivator. Come on, gather around, get the 411, and let's talk about it. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another CB and the Boys. I am CB, and I got the whole crew in the building. Here we go. The fabulous Miss Mimi Acosta. What's up, Mimi? What's up? What's up, everyone? <laughs> Trey, what's up? Hello, Trey. And we have Mr. Universe himself, Roger Hawkins. What's up, Raj? What's going on, people? I'm living great. How y'all living? <laughs> Alive. All right. And we got Mr. George Road Rage himself, Biker Boy Holman. What is up, George? <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Why is it every weekend nickname what changes? What is Road Rage? <laughs> Boy can't get right. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, what the hell yeah. going on? What's going on, JJ in the JJ house? Hey, JJ. <laughs> I love it. I know good, Mike. <laughs> so what's up guys we're wednesday middle of the week everybody having a good work week so far yeah i'm ready to drink uh, so, so sorry so sorry <laughs> i said it but damn well there you go Love uh, ask the question. <laughs> all right george roll it <laughs> <laughs> all righty then uh, right don't don't jump right into it or nothing. Right, give her an intro. Come get the four one one, and it's Mimi drink special. Mimi, let them know what you're sipping on. Mm. Jesus. Yes, I started already. Liberty Creek Sweet Red, honey. Okay, and I'm gonna tell y'all something about this, right? I was saying it. I was saying it earlier. There is a really big difference with these sweet red wines and the brands because Liberty Creek is amazing. It's sweet. And then you go to Sutter Home, sweet red. Hell to the no. But anywho, this is great. I have a purple straw tonight. <laughs> Just to make it a little different. And no ice. So, guys, see, I'm graduating slowly. Now you, now you judging. <laughs> hey, look, I'm graduating slowly. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> CB, what you got over there, mama? You got something. Water. If that water had only slipped from your damn hand, I would have laughed so hard tonight, okay? That would have been hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you know what? We need to stay hydrated, so that's what's up. Roger, what you got, Papa? I know you got something nice over there. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm mixing it up a little bit. I've kind of lately discovered this, and this is kind of dangerous. 
This uh, it's called 99. That's the brand because it's 99 proof and it's liqueur. So y'all need to learn the difference between liquor and liqueur. But anyway, uh, shit's potent. I'm going root beer today. So I saw I checked it out in California actually. We're like, hey, so I'm going. I'm gonna do me a a little different kind of a root beer float type joint with some cream soda and some some root beer 99 proof. So let's do it. Okay, you need to tell me how that tastes. If it's sweet, I'm all for it. I'll probably give it. Oh, a it try. is. That's the thing. Liqueur is sweet. It, yeah. It, it, it's usually what you add. Like if you think Maduri sour, Amarillo right. sour, uh, Grand Marnier, those are liqueurs. Yes, yes. They usually can be mixers, but they can also be, you know, drunk straight and things like that. So of it's course. righteous. It's righteous. I love it. George, what you got? Hey, that's what he got. <laughs> In a past life, he was himself. If opportunity knocks and he's not home, opportunity waits. He gave his father the talk. He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer. But when I do, I I prefer Dos Equis. Dos Equis. Stay thirsty, my friend. That shit's hilarious. I absolutely love it. Dre, you rocking with anything with the deal is? I know, JJ, you got something sweet over there. So let's go, mama. And I'm also touching it with a little... Sweet lemonade, that cool refreshing drink. Try Fireball has a keg. It has 110 shots in it. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. All righty. But what now, are you having tonight? How, uh, uh, yeah, I was about to say, uh, how many shots in are you good, sir? <laughs> don't tell me about it like shit. Don't tease me with a good time. How many? Try over there on CB team, okay, with the water. Yeah, H2O shots. Probably. That's what he's having, H2O shots. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna really explain how whack that is, but I, I between you, me, and all my friends, that's just whack. I think he has. <laughs> he has his days. He has his days. So yeah, guys, we're gonna we're gonna um we're gonna jump right in because you know, um I've been told that I take too long doing what I do, so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I need to go ahead. Get a whole show. <laughs> yeah. See, and I I, I can't have that. Gotcha. So anyway, so let's talk about this last. Las Vegas, over there on your neck of the woods, Roger. Mm-mm, Las mm-mm. Vegas mother suffers devastating loss after a CVS, okay, pharmacy, mistakenly gives her abortion medication. Okay, so what the deal wow. was, Tamika Thomas, she's a mother of four, in 2019 decided together with her husband to expand their family. However, as she entered her 30s, Tamika faced difficulties getting pregnant due to two ectopic pregnancies resulting in the removal of her fallopian tubes. Despite lacking the insurance coverage, the couple made a courageous decision to pursue costly in vitro fertilization. After the doctor sedated Thomas and implanted two eggs into her body, they provided her with prescriptions. One of the prescriptions was designed to stimulate hormone production and initiate her pregnancy, as reported by KTSM El Paso. A doctor prescribed her vaginal suppository in place of the previous injection she took by injecting. Thomas went to her CVS brand North Las Vegas and at some point took two of her required doses, but quickly she knew something was wrong. She started cramping and she told Channel 8 News that um, that that's what's going on. She lost both babies. She was having a set of twins. Yes. She is going to own a couple of CVS stores and then some. Yeah. Somebody okay. made a really bad mistake. Okay. 
Um, I'm, I'm, so here's the thing that that really that is heartbreaking because you lost two babies. Now, <clears throat> does this make me a dick? Because if you can't afford three or four. Why in holy hell do you want six? Don't give me that bullshit about God said be fruitful and multiply. Don't give me that bullshit about, you know, we love families and all that. I, I just, it's annoying because the, those who shouldn't do, <laughs> and that's the case of, but all that to say, no, yeah, they're going to sue. They should win because it's still. A <laughs> but when in, in the report did it say they couldn't afford it? When did they say they didn't have any money? When Mimi said they couldn't afford the uh, procedures that they were proceeding with in the first place, when she was reading the article, that doesn't mean that they're destitute. It just if means you don't have the insurance. Well, 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 let me finish. It just means that they couldn't afford those expensive procedures, but it doesn't have any bearing on if they can afford their children. If they made the conscious decision between the two to go forward and do it, I don't think they do it knowing they'd be living under a bridge. So that uh, being said, I think I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to join Roger and be in the don't be a dick campaign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because at the end of the day, you have four. It's like, okay, you know what? Look, you lost these two. It's CVS fault. Sue them, you know, and don't let this be such a downfall for you that now these four kids and everybody else suffers because you know how, you know, us women go through a lot when we lose kids. And we take it through different levels. And then now you have the whole media on top of it. And now you got the kids. If those kids are going to school, now it's going to be stuff on them. And it can become such an ugly thing. Hope it doesn't for them, though. Listen, I think Jesus had to step in and intervene because clearly um, sometimes the inmates run the asylum. And he was like, I I, I give y'all free will and you fuckers on the short bus. So So moving right along. (laughs) (laughs) Meet me. I guess it's three to one because I definitely 100% disagree with you guys on that one. No, that's okay. okay. It's okay. We ain't got six together. Okay, so moving right along. This is in Dubai. Okay. 21 year old who was sentenced to a year in Dubai prison after an alleged altercation with an airport customs officer is free. So Elizabeth boarded her flight home to New York late Tuesday night. The news that her sentence would be commuted was a welcome end to Elizabeth's hellish five months in Dubai that left her humiliated, traumatized, and out-of-pocket expenses of 50000 The CEO of Detained, in du- she was in Dubai um, and represented Elizabeth. Okay, the altercation happened during a 10-hour layover in Dubai as Elizabeth traveled to New York from, what? Istanbul with her friends, with her friends. So she recently had surgery. She was reportedly told to remove her medicine waist trainer while going through security. She reportedly complied and asked the female security guard to assist her in putting it back on. After the security guard allegedly refused, she called out to one of her friends for assistance and simultaneously touched the officer's arm. She was allowed to leave the airport, but upon her return was told a travel ban had been issued against her. The U.S. State Department said that they were made aware of the issue Elizabeth was facing in Dubai and were in communication with her and her family. Now that her sentence has been commuted, travel groups are urging the State Department to update their advisory warnings for individuals thinking of traveling to Dubai. 
that story's changed a little bit. Okay. Um, I know we talked about it several months back, and and again, we weren't there. I don't know. Right. It seems like they're kind of uh, damping it down a little bit. Oh, this happened, and maybe that's closer to the truth because she was made to out to be really belligerent and this and a third. And guys, be careful when you go to Dubai. Dubai, you can't act like this. So she was made to be the sassy, angry black woman then, and now it's one of those. Oh, she was taken off her belt. She's accidentally touched the woman blah 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 so see the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle but this does go to show you you got to be really really careful when you go to other countries because culturally people do things differently and you cannot take chances i mean that proof positive they threw her ass in jail i'm glad she didn't stay the whole year Mm -hmm. but again you know look at what can happen if you just look at somebody wrong or accidentally touch someone or do whatever I mean, they and their rules are different over there. So, you know, glad she's home, but, you know, I hope that's a lesson to people. Right? JJ says that was a different lady. In different oh, was it? Oh, well, damn, we need to, everybody need to quit going to damn Dubai. Shit, why y'all going anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. What the hell is going on? I ain't trying to go there. Hey, let my daughter call me. You're on your own, kid. You know, you know how many tropical islands there is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So, moving right along. A judge orders alleged 11-year-old stepping into your zone, Roger. Okay, yeah. The judge orders alleged 11-year-old youth football gunman to stay in custody. Mm -hmm. So, 11-year-old football player accused of shooting two of his teammates earlier this week has been ordered by a judge to stay in custody for at least the next 21 days. So apparently he got in, he had got into a fight, and I know that George looks like he's pulling it up because you can always see his concentration face. <laughs> yes. So he got into he got into an argument with two of his teammates. He went to his mother's car, came back with a gun, shot. He only it was just one shot that rang out, mm-hmm. but he ended up hitting two of his teammates. That's pretty good. Okay. So they are looking into like pressing charges and the parents are definitely keeping the little boy. What are you guys' thoughts on this? Because this is like serious. 11. Let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you this real quick. You know what pissed me off about the whole thing? And this kind of reminds me of the Chicago situation and other Mm -hmm. situations. These parents are making it okay for their children to feel comfortable enough to run and grab their firearm and do that. So see, I'm placing a lot of blame on the mom for that. Yes. No, there ain't no way my kid would get mad enough, first of all, to keep beefing like that and then run to my car and do that. Um, beat the holy hell out of you. Don't right. my, my kids have been around weapons their whole life. My kids won't touch guns. Oh, you son, know what? Your, your kids are scared of you. That's why they're scared they of you from the minute be. they were born. But you're you, you, the last thing they should worry about. But <laughs> again, my, my son was in the military and my girls have walked past guns their whole life, but they also understand it's not one of those you don't get mad you don't pop off you don't do that they right. they've never seen me do it so their example is that i'm blaming the parents i'm blaming the environment but yeah. you don't just you go you mad you go run he ran and reached for that he knew where it was i'll yeah. guarantee you they've had conversations about it it, it just there's a whole lot of wrong here a whole lot of wrong yeah a whole lot of wrong you know there so is there is george and i see you have it pulled up so let's yeah, go well, check check this out watch his intention watch Newly released surveillance video shows the moments police say an 11-year-old boy 
shot his teammates during football practice. Happened Monday night in a Apopka, just north of Orlando. The footage shows the boy running to his mother's car in the parking lot where he was chased by a 13-year-old. After retrieving a firearm from the vehicle, the boy can then be seen running back out and firing one round Ooh. from the gun. 13-year-old who was chasing him and another boy were struck as they tried to run away. According to an affidavit, some witnesses said the three boys had been physically fighting over a bag of chips. Other witnesses said the 11-year-old was being bullied. Now, Haley Crumblehome reports the park and fields reopened last night. One of the 911 calls came from the mom of one of the two 13-year-old victims. The Pop Warner team wasn't the only group at the complex Monday night. Another call came from a soccer coach on another field. There was one shot. That's all I. That's all we heard. We told our players to get down. I'm. I'm. Everybody's just a mass exodus out of the out of the football area. While the football field was empty Tuesday night, soccer players were back. With the team posting on Facebook that after talking with Park Administration and the Apopka Police, they felt confident resuming practice and giving kids a sense of normalcy. Regular park visitors were back too, but shocked by what happened. It's just crazy. I wouldn't have expected it to happen here at all. How did this even happen? Police released surveillance camera footage Tuesday. It shows the 11-year-old suspect hitting something from a car before one shot is fired, hitting two 13-year-olds. I had walked my dog earlier that day in this very park. Glenn Chancy is an Apopka parent with teenagers. He was horrified by what happened. As a parent, this is a nightmare. You know, my kids, if they don't go to karate, my boys are here walking with me, sometimes at the same time that they're playing football over there. That's one of several questions he's been asking himself. Is one of these kids carrying a gun? Could the same argument break out over here with someone else? I don't think it's unrealistic to be be very concerned about that. Do you? And that was Haley Crumblehome reporting. One of the boys has been released from the hospital. The other is still recovering in stable condition. Police say the mother of the 11-year-old might also face charges because he was able to grab a firearm that was not secured at the time. I, 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 I couldn't agree more. And listen. Uh, and she was sitting in the car. Did you see that? This this is the thing. So the she's used to him either flying off the handle or doing that. I'm not sure if he's, you know, it, it, things are so out of balance now in the with the family mm-hmm. dynamic. I can only imagine that he's probably her son, husband, whatever. You know, he's probably everything in in that household. And if it is, then I'm sorry for that. But there ain't no way I could have run past my mother, grabbed the gun, and gone somewhere. She listen, dog. I'd probably be on crutches right now. You just can't. I can't even imagine being that mad and being willing to do something like that without fearing the consequences, even when I was 11. I would have been too afraid to do that. I mean, I got, you know, yeah, I got a nice beat and playing with guns when I was a kid. <laughs> so that, that's too much. That's wild. I just can't imagine it. But that's that's a learned behavior. That anger, mm-hmm. that escalation, that's a learned behavior. I'll guarantee you. He, he's around that. He sees it, whether it be at home, the neighborhood, the home and neighborhood, school. That's a learned behavior, and that that's 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 problems. That's future problems. Yes, <clears throat> yes. I uh, just got it. Real podcast. Thank you so much. I, do, I we are just like I'm just seeing your um. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Hello, by the way. 
Hello. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like yeah, hi. I posted it up on the, the, up on the screen. The I didn't see it. We were just going. Yeah, <laughs> kick in the dough. I get the mom it. Mom and dad and the child. Uh, yeah, I posted it up on the screen earlier. Yeah, said. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I'm sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, but anyway, moving right along. <sighs> so another baby dies in America. Baby dies of brain bleed days after judge rules she could stay in an abusive parent's home. Once again, to the judge. Okay, so one-year-old infant died in Brooklyn, New York last month, days after a judge ruled her and her brother to be returned to her parents, whom city officials alleged were abusive, according to the court documents obtained by the New York Times. According to the Times, Ella Vitalis was hospitalized with a blunt force injury to her head on September 15th. The infant allegedly also had injuries that include a swollen eyelid, bruising, and cuts to her forehead, and what appeared to be a broken jaw and bite marks, per the court papers obtained by the Times. Okay, so <laughs> something's happened this crazy to a baby, and they're just like, okay, let's return her and her brother back to the home that they just came from where they were extremely abused. Let me tell you something. <laughs> How about this? I'm an eye for I'm a, I'm a, I'm an Old Testament kind of a brother. I believe in eye for an eye. So whatever you do, you have to have done to you. Ergo, I think the parents should have all of those respective injuries. <laughs> they should sustain every one of those. That's that's the only way around it. Yeah. I don't because jail time doesn't do shit. All of that yeah. it doesn't do anything. You know what? I'll guarantee you. <laughs> if we started, if we took up that mantle of the Old Testament again, and I ain't religified and biblical like that, but I do get a kick out of the eye for an eye shit. So I really feel like, you know what, whatever you do to somebody, if it's done to you, I promise you, I know how to cut the crime in this country. There's a whole lot of people that can dish it out, can't take it. So um, anybody else have anything to say before I move right along? Fuck them <laughs> Moving right along. They succeed on that, and we move it right along. So, Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland. So, I'm hoping that they have an update on this because, from what I got, uh, yes, JJ, I'm with you too. So, suspect at large after five injured in shooting at Morgan State University. Suspect at large. So, they haven't found a suspect yet, or they have. I don't know. Anywho. The incident unfolded around 9.25 p.m. when campus police on patrol heard gunfire. From there, they found five victims, four men and one woman, who ranged in the age from 18 to 22. It was noted that four of the five are students at the university campus, police chief Lance Hatcher said. Following the shooting, they were taken to a local hospital and treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Videos posted by other students online show the intense moments the Baltimore SWAT team tried to search for the gunman, but came out empty-handed. Around 11.45 p.m., the city police stated that the incident was no longer an active shooter situation. University officials also tweeted the shelter-in-place order on campus has been lifted. All shuttle services has resumed. So he's still out there somewhere. Well, they caught him. Does anybody know? We don't know. So he just got on the campus, shot some folks, and then left, and now they're looking for him. Do they, I mean, is I mean, do they have a motive, or is it just does it appear to be random right now? Well, what I read is what it says. So, so yeah, that's a bunch of nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
people are wild, man. People are just wild. Folks <laughs> are crazy. Folks are crazy. So I always, I always have been, but damn. Yeah, no, it's so it's so much happening today. Like, like there's so there's so much. There's so much. Florida man is executed for murdering women he met at beach bars. Denies final meal. Says I love you all, but they got rid of him. <laughs> so, according to reports, the 50 year old denied his final meal before his big day, where he was put to death by lethal injection. So while many states have abolished the death penalty, Florida has kept the controversial punishment for the most heinous crimes. Zach was convicted for two brutal murders in 1996. 1996! And he got to live this whole time. Do you know how long they keep people on death row? Way too long. But they keep people on death row for decades, which I don't get. That just tells me you're really not either you don't have faith in your own judicial system and decision making or it's just one of those you know there may be a chance i don't understand that if you truly believe now here's the thing i'm glad that there have been people that have been exonerated but what is the point of having someone on death row costing millions or more in tax dollars when they confess that's true because it's a lot of money in theory not a lot of money yeah why i don't get it Listen to this right here. He was convicted for two brutal murders in 1996. One of his sadistic crimes included the murder of a bartender, Ravon Smith, whom he had befriended at a beach bar, brutally raped her, fatally stabbing her with an oyster knife multiple times. He also killed another woman, Laura Rosillo, whom he also met at a bar. So he'd just meet women at bars and kill them. And then from 1996 all the way up until now, and now it's like, okay, okay, time for him. So the time is up. The time is up for you like eating, living good, being in prison, doing God knows what to who. And then today is just his day. Anyway, whatever. Um, and guys, for now, that is all I have for the 411. Does anybody have any 411? Okay. <laughs> Other than I know y'all know that supposedly now, and this, this, this is kind of what doesn't make me a dick moment, but supposedly the guy that killed Tupac or was was you know uh, D Keith Keith D I should say is supposedly confessing. He lives here, which everybody's known. Here's here's why I don't give a shit. It has nothing to do with Pac because I love Pac. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit because here we are, 413 years later, and now <laughs> y'all want to kick in and talk about it? No, that just means. Again, next week, y'all going to find out why Raj thinks like he does. But it's just a cover-up. You're trying to distract people. Yeah, but how about, like, Suge came forward and was like, he wasn't a shooter. Right. It's a moot point. Like, yeah, what, what, what y'all got him for? Because there was a there's a 100 people out there. Okay, maybe he was one of them that was out there, but he was not the shooter. So if he's not the shooter, then why he's sitting up in jail? Because apparently either he was in the vehicle or he knows who it was. It's supposed to be he should or the only two people left alive that know. You don't tell though. This is the thing. Switch the thing. It's like it's, you just don't tell. You know, if if, if if I wasn't the shooter and I happened to be at the party, what am I talking about? See, I I feel like it's either a book deal coming. The statute of limitations is up. Something has to be planned. And I feel like it's a diversion tactic to get us distracted from what's really important in the country. But again, we'll get more into that with our conspiracies next year. Oh, next so. my bad. And one more thing. 
now that you said that, because it is a that you know all this is a distraction. But how about Mr. Uh, the governor over there in Florida, DeSantis, decided that he's going to uh, is it either the death penalty? I guess is the death. I don't think it's a death penalty, but I think he's about to go hard somehow. I want to say it's a death penalty on those who have raped kids, like you know, child abuse, oh, child, not child abuse, but yes, pedophile. exactly. Yeah, there's something like that online. I read it earlier, and I was just like, I think I talked to Crystal about it yesterday, day before yesterday, and I was yeah. just like, well, shit, if it's one thing he did right, is that. But then, but you know what? Here's what's, the crazy thing about it. What's going to happen to the women that are having abo that want to have abortions by these men that have raped them? Because when you do one to one, you gotta you gotta fix the other side. You can't just decide, you know, you're well, gonna. He, he, he'll he'll fuck around and realize that there are too many high profile people, politi politically and financially affiliated, that are pedophiles, and now you're gonna have to create exceptions. It just is what it is, and he and so we'll we'll learn. It'll be fine for the lower income tax bracket. But loopholes will be coming. But you know what? Do your thing. See, even he, a clock is right twice a day. Even he got that part right. <laughs> I'm all for That's it. That's right. I'm all That's for right. it. Yes. I'm here for it. Sorry. I, I believe that there should be chemical castration at the very least for violent sexual offenders, rapists, and pedophiles. At the very least, if you're going to let them out of prison, they should be castrated or chemically sterilized at the very least. Cut the motherfucker off. That's fine. Hey, hey, George said it. Remember alcohol <laughs> and a butter knife. I'm sure. I'm sure the transgenders could use some pals over there. Anyway. <laughs> they doing about They paying for it. It's a topic. Do? Topic for later. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, we come. We coming to it. We coming to it, folks. <laughs> we coming but to yeah, it. I, I, I ain't got much on that front. I don't have much. <laughs> so, so yeah. Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> this damn chick right here. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, what is what is there to say? Oh my gosh. Okay, so moving right along. Let's <laughs> say get the rope. Yes. Yes. Rope. <laughs> hey, that's like that old El Paso commercial. Get a rope. <laughs> <laughs> now what I was gonna say is, you know, what is there to say? Um DeSantis definitely has a motive for whatever he's doing. So just, you know, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer, basically. And that that's what it is. That's what it is. So Florida law allowing the death penalty for child rapists is now in effect. Yeah. So don't, um, but don't be distracted by that because there's big, big things at play and things that are going on to distract you over here while they do their dirt over here. So just keep an eye out. Don't be distracted. That's the best thing I can say to anybody. When you hear big news or something, don't be distracted. Jeez, I checked the stock market. Exactly. <laughs> that part. Don't, don't be extracting. Real facts, man. Oh, mm -hmm. next week, next week, guys. Look, we have fun tonight, but just next week is gonna be a, a humdinger. <laughs> man. <laughs> Not that tonight ain't. So wrap mm. up. Like I said, you know, I will I will not go to bed happy unless somebody's pissed at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you'll be ecstatic next week because you know a lot of folks gonna piss at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
like that's that. nothing new. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, no more, no more. Like I said, you know, uh, you can give me mine just for the sheer hell up of George. Let's go. Which one? You got two. Well, let's just start right, out with I, him I, not I, being I, a dick I, all his life. I don't. I don't have a whole heck of a lot of sports. I got one thing on sports. It's a little bit different, but let me let me give you my sports and fitness real quick. Like, Yo, yo, let's get it. Sports and fitness with Roger Hawkins. My first, my first uh, fitness challenge is just for the sheer heck of it. Um, I want everybody to start working on. Uh, upper, middle, and lower pectoral muscles because your posture, you got to get those together. And like I said, you know, I'm giving $100 to the uh, person who can make their boobs jump the best. That's men and women included. You got to make your titties jump with no help. So anyway, <laughs> that's my that's my fitness challenge. Some of y'all... Let me tell y'all something, right? And I'm such a fool. I'm sitting here going... Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some of y'all don't even get in it. Don't even get in it. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you ain't running, your shit ain't jumping. <laughs> so you know what? <laughs> this frigga right here. <laughs> it had to be said. Um, nah, I don't have a whole heck of a lot. I'm sorry, y'all. I've really been working my butt off, but uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get back on track with with my workouts and stuff. Um, but in the world of sports, real quick, you know, I gotta talk about my boys. They survived the scare from some. Uh, pitifully playing Jets who made it look good and we made it look bad. So the Chiefs I'm pissed at. It is what it is, but we managed to scrape by. Um, speaking of football. You know, speaking of which. Yeah, whatever. You know, Patrick Mahone got death threats. What? <laughs> no. Guys, guys, guys. You know Not why? What you you know why? I'll give you one guess why. <laughs> what he did it happened at the end of the game. What did he do? He stopped. He stopped on one yard. He stopped on the one yard line. So when he ran the ball, see, here's the thing: you have fans, so, fanatics. Fanatics are fucking batshit crazy. He was really being smart with the clock. He was being selfless. Exactly. The problem is, fanatics who most of the time are non-athletic. Mm. And don't know shit, but they like their team. Are like he's stupid. Why did he stop? Blah blah blah. He could have scored. Look at see. This is why selfish so, armchair quarterbacks so, need to stay home. So here's the problem. <laughs> so the death threats came from gamblers. Oh, because he fucked up the spread. The spread. He fucked up the spread. Oh. spread. Yep. He crossed that. He crossed that goal line. It would have. It'd have been ching 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 in yeah. Vegas. I told y'all as much as I love the game, as much as I love this sport, as much as I love everything. Professional sports is a reality show. It yeah. is a script. Y'all can get don't hate the messenger. It's the truth. Yeah. All of that they went from doing fantastic being up 17 to all of a sudden playing like third graders to all of a sudden come dude, I'm sorry. This shit is real housewives of Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't give a shit on the receiving end of the W's right now. 
I'm, I'm going Macarena to it until it's over. Like we spent, we spent decades losing. I don't give a shit. I'm just letting y'all know. So for those of y'all betting the farm on it and getting all emotional about it, more fool you, stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> just bet on the win. Anyway, wow. how about crazy. not betting at all? How about that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Have fun with it. Do whatever. But if you get emotionally invested in something that's already preordained, more fool you. Like it's too much money to be made. You gotta stack the deck. It is what it is. It's a game. Um, that that being said, I hate to I hate to kind of be gossipy, but I have to. So Brittany Mahomes, Patrick's wife, speaking of that, has unfollowed uh Do Flicky, Travis's ex chick, um, the sister. Now, I'm pretty unpopular uh about the things I say about her. People get mad at me because, oh, she's a beautiful black woman, blah, blah, blah. And they're mad because he went to Tay Tay and is doing what he's he's doing. Now, here's the thing. One if anybody calls me a Kansas City Swifty, I will hurt you badly, and I can do it a lot of ways. Okay, so check this out. Check, pause, because mm-hmm. some of us don't know what that means. Taylor, Taylor well, Swift. You live in Atlanta, so it don't matter. Y'all Travis Kelsey. So oh. Taylor's fans are called Swifties. That means that means okay. grown people follow someone else. Like a religiously, like a religious cult, and they allow themselves to be named after somebody that their mom didn't give them that name. So that okay. being said, just understand, I'm gonna make it painful for you if anybody calls me that, because <laughs> I'm I'm 100 not that. Like I'm not a I'm not a Swifty. I, I be I don't follow nobody like that. Anyway, that being said, Brittany Mahomes is salty because she's not the most popular white girl in the the bo- in the in the box up there uh, cheering for the Chiefs anymore. So, but it doesn't okay. even matter. She's the wife. Stay in your place. See, do your see, thing. I, take I, care I, I of the kids. I love how you play crazy, Mimi. I love how you play crazy because you know, just like I do, the people with no real talent have to be influencers and they have to be all this other bullshit that's been made up for social media because they have no, no they don't do shit else. Now, she she was a good soccer player and they do own the team that's coming there, but nobody cares at the moment. She wants to be the number one Karen in that booth, and she ain't right now. Right. She needs to. She needs to do something to be the number one Karen. How about sit your ignorant ass down, keep being that man's wife, and, <laughs> and and spend that half a billion, you twit? That's what she needs to do. But she's salty. Right. So anyway, that part. But Purchase anyway, some real estate, uh, the black girl, what's her name? Kayla, Quisha, Boomkita. She unfollowed all of them because they're hanging with. Taylor and she used to date Travis and she's bitter and people get mad because they go, oh, you know, we, we talked about it. So anyway, I think that's funny. She's proving my point about being petty and pathetic. I don't care how pretty she is. She's petty and pathetic. So there's that. Uh, moving on. So so this is what I think. And I'm going to say just this and then we can move on about that. Maybe Mona needs to go over there to KC and start a whole, you know, housewives of I was about yeah. to see now. Here's my stupidity. I'm like, who? Mona, who? Who the hell? What? <laughs> I don't watch TV like that. Mona Scott. Mona like, Scott. Mona Scott. I absolutely love her because she she knows she, business. She but owns yeah. all of the all of the housewives. Housewives. Oh, does she? Like, oh, okay. Cause I have no idea who she is. I was oh, like, she got bad. big booty. That's all. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who she is. She got big booty. Okay, so, so Trey says she needs to cry me a river and grow up and be an adult. Yeah. Yeah, all that. I'm not this and I'm not. Eh, eh, eh. Be a wife. Be be that. <laughs> Stay being be, that chick that you are. Be my home wife. Yes. 
Anyway, I, I, I love Tra- Travis. Travis is best life. I'm si- we're gonna be sick of hearing about it, but I love that he's living his best life. I, yeah. I still think the man is pretty shrewd. I love him and his brother together. I think they're yes. I, I, I love. I'm, I'm a Kelsey fan because those guys are enjoying life. I, I dig that they're enjoying. They life. are, and he did say he did say something earlier because I did saw this little clip that he was like, you know, the team is just blowing up the whole thing with him and her and. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all that stuff. Like he's not into all that. You know, well, the NFL is using it to their advantage, and yeah, they, are they should. His relationship should. with well, Montana, and he doesn't quite like. He thinks they're making too much of it because now. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait! You think it's exploitation? Can I finish? <laughs> so okay. now she's going to be doing the um, football songs and doing some stuff for the NFL. So. They're definitely capitalizing off of it. And so he was just kind of getting tired of it. And the thing is, Travis is definitely an inspiration for manifestation because he was the one who said that he was going to shoot a shot with Taylor. He said he was going to date Taylor Swift. And oh, God. Yeah, but you don't think that her little stink ass was it. feeling him too? She is feeling she, him. She might have. But the thing is, it actually happened. And so anyone can manifest and he's proof of it. Anybody can manifest and say they're going to do something. Let's and he consistently it. said he was going to date her. And he should he's got a public relations person. He so took his shot and, and it landed. So, I mean, I'm happy for him. I hope he and her last. <laughs> you know, there's already fake rumors that they've broken up and she's wrote, written another song um, exactly. about one of her relationships. Exactly. So it's just like, what the hell? But Listen, it turned out to be unfounded. It turned out to be fake rumors. But still, you know. Hey, what's um, today? Hey, what's today? What's today? Today's uh, October the 4th. Wednesday, okay, October 4th. Okay, I'm going to put this out there. In my opinion, because Taylor, because Taylor has had a residency here and, and she's doing her show and because Travis is who he is, I'm going to put it out there that our boys might go back to the bowl because it's going to be here. And that would be a huge culmination to that. If the Chiefs come here and win and we Travis and Taylor do something big, I'm throwing it out there right now. If it happens, listen, if it happens, all of y'all need to line up. I will touch your babies, bless your lives, and do all that kind of shit because call me after that. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. I'm good. I'm good. I've been pretty <laughs> and if it doesn't happen, well, we, know the, the Chiefs, we know the Chiefs are definitely going to the Super Bowl. That's neither here nor there. But if this big thing you're predicting does not happen, then you have to buy all of us tickets to Adele. Let me tell you something. First of all, I don't even care for Adele like that. But yeah. and thank you because that that was a good little pull. But I don't care for her. <laughs> Um, and, and I don't care to be at concerts any damn way. Sweaty people, you know, I, I don't want to. But check this out, right? I don't think they're gonna I don't think that relationship is gonna last long. Well, it's, I think it's, it's gonna it, be a whole bunch of love and a whole bunch of shit, and he's gonna be just like Ben Affleck was with Jennifer Lopez. It's listen, too much. Let's take nobody, a break. Nobody gives a shit. Look, Travis but been trying still to married. Travis been trying to hit that for a little bit. He's gonna do that. They both gonna get Who some. Who are you talking about? Hold on a second. Who are you talking about? You talking about Ben and Jennifer? You said Jennifer uh and Ben, There's Jennifer so and Ben Affleck, when they first got together, he was like, "This is too much shit." Like, you know, oh, the cause yeah. on the cause, and, and walked away from the shit after yeah. being engaged. But then he, he came back he and get married. Like he still don't like her anyway. Yeah, man, you know he doesn't. He doesn't. You know, and and that's all for cloud. That's not gonna last long either. But anyway, 
See, see, I can't help it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's the industry. You know that anything industry doesn't last. Yes, yeah, that industry all, on industry all, doesn't all right. last long. Unless it's like some, well, you know, it's some Denzel shit or some, you know, like some of the others that's been with their wives forever. But you know, that's on some real. Me, me, like, me. We're not gonna be in the in the. Denzel don't play football. We ain't talking about that shit no more. Denzel, ain't played a lick of football in his life. <laughs> yes, he did. You didn't know that. Uh, wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You did not know that Denzel Washington played football for that. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, I know you don't know. You don't know the. <laughs> hey, hey, did you Close know as he got to playing played? football with somebody who was coaching it on the movie screen? Did you on know the big screen? Yes, remember the Titans, which was a great film, by the way. Oh my god! I yes, love you, Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> I got no shit about you. Okay? No shit over here. George, this is the first football season. Definitely, there was a. Remember that, the Titans. That. Such a good film. If you don't sit your ignorant ass down somewhere. Such you're sitting down. <laughs> Such a good film. Look up. Go, look up. go, Roger. I think you're still on your segment, aren't you? What am I, what am I looking up? Last time I checked, uh, there's a referee that basically physically attacked a, uh, a football player, a player, and Ripped his helmet off, beat him down. The point that I was getting at is, yeah, so this kind of goes back to some of the stuff we were talking about earlier. These young people are not being protected. So that was one of the main things I wanted to get at because it came across my feed. The referee, and I, it was in Texas, I believe, mm-hmm. no surprise, they're, they're football's life. But I guess the kid lightly bumped him in the middle of a play. He yanks the kid's helmet off, tries mm-hmm. to steal on him. I mean, he basically attacked this kid. And I think it was an opposing team that maybe they he did or didn't like. I, I I read the story. The point that I'm making is there is no protection out here. No. When it comes to look at the the 13 year old girl that got beat down at McDonald's, 11 year old boy shooting other people. Like, dude, I mean, we and I only say we as a society are completely failing these children. Look at the mm-hmm. violence they're being subjected to. This shit ain't happened since pre-Great Depression when kids had to go work in factories with adults. I'm not even joking. The right. fact that an adult attacked a, a, a kid on a field for whatever the reason he deemed, it was crazy. But when I saw it, it, it just tripped me out. You know, So I know it's football season and things like that. But I look at that and then I just go, where does it end? Because you have, you have cops body slamming young girls. You mm-hmm. have, you know, people, you have children being placed in adult positions and having to 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 take on other adults. It's just, it's too much, you know. Right. It's just way too much. But, yeah, it, it was crazy as hell. It was, and, it was, and see what you guys don't know, from, from a football standpoint, the referees are part of the field. So if you run into them, if you have to run around them, whatever happens, happens. You don't. You can't deliberately injure them, but they are part of the field. So right. that referee was dead ass wrong for touching that young man. But I mean, he actually just straight start trying to beat him mm-hmm. down. So. JJ asked what happened to the referee afterwards. And Lolo, hello. We're not ignoring you, my love. Mentoria, um, thank you so much. Thank you guys for chiming in tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I, I, I haven't been updated. I just read this a day or two ago, but um. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's, you know, we we can see what we can see what happened. I I know what would have happened if that had been my kid. But again, y'all know Roger answers things a certain way, so we ain't gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, George got something coming up. 
Yeah, check this out. A high school referee goes viral. His video after ripping off a player's helmet in mid-play. Now the UIL is getting involved. Now this happened Friday night. This is in Siegelville Stadium in Dallas. Madison High School playing Whitney High. Whitney, uh, the uh, school district there. You can see in this video, look at that. It shows the player bumping into the umpire. The umpire rips off the teenager's helmet, throws a flag on the play. We're told the teenager was ejected from the game. Well, in a statement posted online, the UIL says they are aware of this incident, looking into it, into exactly what happened there. (laughs) That's a hate crime right there. Let me let me let me tell you let me tell you what the headline. If that had been a white player, the way he yanked that hat off that that boy's head, though that helmet. That's not personal. Yes, that's a hate crime. Yes, that was nasty. Actually, it was. The headlines would have read the next day. Parent places referee in coma. Because let me ask you guys a question. Does this not happen regularly, though, where referees are, like, bumped on or they might be, like, stepped on or hit on because they're literally, like, in the way of a play? No, they're they're supposed to move in and around the game seamlessly. But, yeah, there are occasions when the play happens so quickly that referees do get bumped or even knocked down and things like that. It's an accident. This kid didn't even make it past the guy. That was a hate crime. He never would have grabbed him like that if that had been a white player. I'm sorry. I stand on that. In Texas, football is different. They say it's football's life. It's a cliche, but it's true. In Texas, football is everything. So he could have been betting on the other team. It could have been a rival. Because it looked pretty unprovoked. I don't know what was being said during the game. Could have been jaw jacking. Could have been a lot. But he needs to be sued. Yeah, anything that takes you out of your character to do that yeah. to a teenager, come on. Man. He needs to be sued. He needs to be arrested, and he needs to be sued. Seriously, yeah. that that's unacceptable. On no. on any standard, that's unacceptable. No. But yeah, that's that's it. That's it. That's it. Gee, you got something? Of course, you know I. <laughs> Uh, Hold on, I do too my... tonight, so absolutely. Okay, right on. Let me get my pinky up. Go ahead, boy. No, I I don't have anything for the four one one. We can move right on the crystals. Yeah. Or not. TV. Crystal said she has something, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, she just said. I said we can move right on the crystal. Okay, so you got to put Ooh. her little thingy on, her little movie thingy. <laughs> oh, it means your movies. Why well, I got to be a little thing? I thought she talking about she has a 411. Good Because it is. Yeah, I got a 411. <laughs> what? My 411 is I got movie. A movie. You know. All right, fire. What up? Now, let's check out the movie with Crystal C.B. Booker. All right, welcome everybody to CB at the Movies. And I have a movie tonight. (sighs) The movie that is on everybody's brain, that's on everybody's mind. The Creator. With John David Washington and Jimma Chan. Okay, what can I say about this film? It's a film. It's a film. Um... 
I would not be doing you justice if I didn't just say, you know, go see this film. It's great. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. No, see it and you be the judge. Um, for me, I expected more. And there were some parts in the film where John David's acting is pretty bad. Just well, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't make anybody be like, okay, well, shit, I want to go see it. Just keep <laughs> hey, gotta be honest. I would I spend money to see it again? No. Would I, I would I encourage you to spend money to see it? No, but that's just me. I'm just saying that. It's an interesting film. It is it is definitely an original story, without a doubt. It's original. But the one thing about it is after seeing it, you're left with more questions. It is a movie that's riddled with so many questions because you don't know how the things in the film came to be. <laughs> and it, um, And for me, I don't like movies that leave me with more questions. So the only way to really justify this film is for them to do a prequel. Will the prequel do as well as this? If it answers questions, yes. I hate watching films that just leave you dangling where you have more questions. Or you're wondering, okay, so where did that come from? Okay, so how did that get created? So it was, um, it's definitely an original story. Uh, the action, it's a lot of action. The special effects are pretty amazing. Now I have to admit that. The special effects are pretty amazing. The cinematography is great. The CG, not bad. So other than that, but as far as like the story, the plot, I just expected more. And it left me with a lot of questions. So on that, I would recommend... Not watching it. <laughs> I would recommend see it for the special effects. See it for um, see it for the special effects. See it for um, for the story. You know, um, <laughs> you just said so much shit about this film. And well, you're like... <laughs> well, the thing is, look at JJ. <laughs> What is the movie about? <laughs> you know, after watching it, I can't even really no, answer that question. That part about it. Go to sleep. It is about a futuristic world that is where humans <laughs> and robots or symbionts live together. And so it's Will Smith and. No, no, it's now. It's now. Okay. Cool. It's, it's now. Okay. But um, it, it's about a futuristic world where robots and humans, they just want to live together. They just want to live together in harmony. And <laughs> this is only one. It's only one movie. And nobody's going to uh, It's another movie. Hey, do the robots have, do they have metallic vajayjays? Do they have like electronic no. No, but there's a scene where they they're watching like the robots. No, 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 no. You can't talk about the scene. So we just what is about? We talked about it. You have another movie, Mama. I can I can talk about that scene. It's hilarious because it's a robot on a strip pole. It's it's interesting. All right, you know what? Okay, you know what? That's basically what it was. But one thing about the film as well is that it shows just the ugliness of war. And in this one, it's kind of like a, 
a different spin on it where you see the the robots having more human qualities and the humans having more cold-hearted robot qualities so it's a different spin it's a different take and it definitely puts the united states in a definitely a different light and you think of our military that they have to to go through so yeah i mean it's a movie so it's out now check it out don't check it out Chris, you have another movie no <laughs> um, the Exorcist actually comes out this weekend which is a different take uh ellen burston reprises her role as the lead role uh in the original exorcist there's also special cameos by linda blair um it is a different spin because instead of one person possessed, you have two. So yeah, I actually like that. I saw the preview. Check out and one is a a person of color, a black girl, which you never see. So you definitely want to check check it out. The Exorcist. George got it. I would highly recommend that one. George got it. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Right quick. Good day. Be home by dinner. I love you. Good morning, Mr. Fielding. Good morning, Catherine. And here are your daughters, Angela and Catherine, about seven hours ago. And that's the last information we have. Catherine! Angela! If you can hear this, we love you. Please come home. Universal. Hey. Hey, you found her? What are you and Catherine doing out there in those woods? You're just walking and walking. That's what I remember. Angela, can you tell your dad how long you were gone? A few hours. Baby, you've been gone three days. What'd you say? I didn't say nothing. Thought I heard you say something. Hey, baby. You okay? Those girls went through, brought something back with them. The body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Body and the blood? Body and the blood? Catherine. The body and the blood. The body and the blood. The body and the blood. Catherine. The body and the blood. The body and the blood. Seen anything like this? Me? No, but there are people out there who have. You have some experience with possession. Yes, more than I'd like. I believe you can help get our girls back. Exorcism is a ritual. Every culture, every religion, they all use different methods. It's when they take all of them. Don't be scared. We've met before. Mother. What did you do? Catherine's heartbeat. They're beating in drink. 
I just watched the whole movie. I'm good. And if you are <laughs> when it comes to really? horror, like this films like this, yeah. See, the fact that they actually had a black girl in there makes me want to watch it even more. Because black people in movies like this, they always die first. It's all first five, no, 10, not, 15 not, minutes. Not that you LL Cool J. He survived. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And he blew up the shark. I'm going to tell you something. First old. of all, LL Cool J was not going to die at all till the very end if he was going to die any damn way because that you just had to keep all that fineness throughout the whole film. Anyway. <laughs> <Damn. Yeah. laughs> Alright, listen, listen. Real recap what we're going to get into right now. We're at the top of the hour. We need to get into some a little more, uh, a little heavier stuff. Um, what we got? Well, first we have to hear George's 90 minutes or less of things we don't know. Yes, for sure. Let's go. 90 minutes. 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, like, woo. I don't think my song's going to play that long. <laughs> I'm going to have a topic tonight because the whole hour would be just. <laughs> All right, for this information in 90 seconds or less. Let's see what we got here. Niagara Falls never freezes. Each limestone granite block that makes up the Great Pyramid of Giza weighs 2.5 tons. And there are 2.3 million of them. It would take you approximately 8 months to walk along the Great Wall of China. The first handheld mobile phone was made on April 3rd, 1973 in New York City. Buzz Aldrin, the second man to ever step on the moon in 1969, actually peed himself while walking the surface. Okay. <laughs> in ancient Egypt, the word cat was actually pronounced meow. <laughs> the American Revolution of 1765 to 1783 came before the French Revolution of 89 to 99. Okay. And there you have it. More <laughs> information in 90 seconds or less. And the last one was real random. <laughs> the last one was real, real random, but okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, jeez. I'm still stuck on the freaking wall of China. Who the hell? <laughs> I'm saying out there. I'm doing the dog. I'm trying to get me some meow. <laughs> trying to get me a little bit of that meow. <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, that's what's up. Crystal, what you got? All right. All right, so our topic this week is what are the implications of raising children in a gender-neutral environment 
And does it impact their identity development? Let's talk about it. So that is what we're talking about. That is our topic. Now, the pros and cons. So what are the effects of raising a child that's gender neutral? And this is um, according to choosingtherapy.com. The effects of raising a gender neutral child are freedom of experience and choice makes gender neutral children more creative than their peers. They have the ability to have more hobbies and interests and can enhance their insights. They easily become familiar with the interests of the opposite gender. So what are some of the cons? The article written by a gay person. I just wonder. They're neutral. It sounds like it. <laughs> They're neutral. Thank you very much. I didn't ask them. Oh, just checking. <laughs> your sexuality has nothing to do with your intelligence. <clears throat> if that's the case, then there's a lot of dumbasses walking around. There are a lot of dumbasses walking <laughs> around. <laughs> there are a lot of dumbasses. Sexuality has nothing to do with it. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. I feel the need. Warning. The following video contains explicit language, which may be offensive to some viewers or inappropriate for children. The content within this video is intended for mature audiences only. And go. (laughs) So, basically, the question is, what are some of the pros and cons? Or basically, what is gender-neutral parenting? Well, according to firstcryparenting.com, gender-neutral parenting is when parents raise a child without forcing any preconceived gender norms upon them, and they allow them to choose which one they would rather adopt for the rest of their lives. This allows the child not to be put into a box and grow up according to conventional gender rules. For example, parents would address the child as baby in their conversations. I know, and not boy or girl. And they would allow them to dress in what they want, whether it means boys wearing pink or girls wearing blue. And you keep neutral room decor and toys. And in general, avoid any kind of gender gender uh, stereotypings. Some parents might even choose to hide the gender of their child from everyone except their closest family members. So it's basically, to me, I guess it's it's a parent's right to choose. Um, would I do it? No. But, um, but my kids are grown, so... I never even thought about it, but we're living in a different world now. So what are you guys' takes on that? Now, Mimi, I know I know you probably have, <clears throat> you've got some experience in all around the world on that. What are your thoughts on that? Is, is it something that you, and, and again, CB, like you said, I think all of us have grown children, but that being said, we've all had different experiences with that. So mm-hmm. in your case, like, like I said, how do you handle certain things like that? What do you think? 
Is it different if it's a boy or girl? And that's me asking both of you guys. If it's a boy versus a girl, what do you guys think? Well, see, I don't, I don't, well, of course, you know, I dealt with this with, with my daughter and her being gay. And, and it's really interesting because one of my really, really close friends told me when my daughter was like 12, 13 years old, and she was like, you know, your daughter likes girls. I'm like, I'm like no, no, she don't. It's like, she dresses how she dresses because she plays basketball. Like, this <laughs> <is> <laughs> but I, okay, so it's, it's, so it's really interesting because being fresh from the islands, right, where you have like one or two people that you know that might be living a certain type of lifestyle, but they're keeping it on the down low and you're not, it's not too much out there because in the islands, they don't even play that. But well, now it's just <laughs> a fruitcake world. But back then, it was just like so hidden. So to me, I was just like, well, she plays basketball and all the females dress with their little basketball shorts and the little this and the guy. You know, she got her little braids and her little swag and her little, and I just let her be because at the end of the day, you just want them to just be instead of being forced into right. this or that. Um, <laughs> so when I was told, I was just like, nah, not at all. And then that was when she was 12, maybe. And then at 17 is when I got the blow that that was the case. And, um, and, and she really was like, you know, mom, this is what it is. Cause we had a conversation about it. And I just had to just deal with it. Like, okay, this is what it is at the end of the day, you still my daughter, but just don't bring that to me because I'm not with it. Like, that's not me. It's not my life. It's not what it is. But if this is what you're doing, you still my daughter, I love you, you know, unconditionally, but just don't bring that to me because I'm not ready for it. Right. And all these years later now, of course, you know, she's in the position that she's in and she's got, you know, her little girlfriend and shit and she's, you know, she's doing her thing and she's all right. Like, I'm good with it. But of course, she's 33 today and it's her world, not mine. So it's, it's but today in homes that I see where the kids are like all turned up and just really like in a different type, because stuff is different today than it was 10, 15 years ago. Way different. Facts. And I'm just like, and, and it has to be really um, different for, because mothers deal with stuff differently when it comes to our kids. We are loving our kids unconditionally, no matter what. It is what it is. Like, look, just live your life. Don't disrespect me. We're straight. Dads, on the other hand, are like. Wait, you, wait whoa. I'm going to address it. You think fathers don't? It's not that fathers don't. I, I know of some fathers that are, but at the same token, there are a lot of fathers also that are like. With, with boys, with boys. I get what you're saying. With boys. With boys. The kids are I, shunned. I, I get you. I got you. I got you. Right. Now, see, I have a son. I can't even imagine in my head how I would feel if he came to me with that because I have a totally different thought process when it comes to a son sure. than I would with a right. daughter because a daughter can just at one day be like, you know what? I don't even want to do this shit no more. Let me yep. just go and just do it a dude. Yep. But when a, yep. when a son, when a son, when a son, your son, your your son, your son, it, and you got backdoor access. It's like, dude, how do you go back? How do you just decide today? You know what? I just, <laughs> I just let me just use my front because the, the back ain't no access. No, you really messed it's up. Not, what? So it don't, it just, don't work. You know, it, it, it don't work. It don't work. It's one. Of ain't nobody going for that shit. It's yeah. one of the many yeah. doubles. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, because there is so much of it in the world today, I just respect people for, look, 
this is I, I need you to sign this document right quick because this is what we're doing on this project and let's just move forward but i'm not i'm not trying to be nobody's mother or father like i got so, two so what you're saying is you accept it but you're not okay with it but you right i don't i don't condone it but i respect people for whatever the hell it is they want to do with their right. time and their life I got you. I got you. I got because i just you know i just have love and respect for people in general but i'm not trying to i'm not trying to yeah go get some I'm not that chick. I'm now, not, George, George, again, I think all of us on here have have at least one of each. Um, I'm <laughs> so sorry. I need some air after that. George, same thing. Are you are you are you willing to acknowledge but not accept? Are you willing to not accept, not acknowledge? What's your thought process <laughs> on the agenda? George is angry. <laughs> George got an AK-47 over there. <laughs> I can't take it. I'm shooting everything wrong. God damn, man. So wait, wait, okay. <laughs> so okay, now because CB said the same thing. Now, and Mimi Mimi touched on a point that I, I think bears repeating. It is a double standard. I don't care if it's right or wrong. There is a double standard. Girls have the opportunity to experiment, hang out, try things and do whatever. And yeah, they can that, they can undo it. Right. And here's the thing. Nowadays, in this day and age, yes. believe it or not, most of our daughters, do, look, shit, even in our parents' day, you, y'all might be surprised at how many of your mamas, grandmas, and aunties dibbled and dabbled, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, it's cool. When I met your father, like I said, knowing that some shit popped off in college, but you get to do that. That's your luxury. That's your double, you know, that's the double standard. We can't right. do that. Listen, you try you try a new flavor of barbecue sauce. You try new wings. You don't try a dick as a man. That's just not something you want back then. Negative. What? Negative. You listen. You try new food. You can try a lot of things. Sure, but you don't try a dick to see if you like it as a straight man. And then say, "No, I didn't like that. I'm back." We don't get no that. because uh-uh. that's you go there. There. That's I, my I, point. I, this is the thing. This is the thing. I think as a man or as a boy, once you go there. There is really no turning back because I think that even if you decide that, you know what, I didn't like this, but I'm going to go over here. There's going to always be this little thing on the curiosity side maybe, over here somewhere. You know what? Maybe, maybe. Whether you ever do it again or not, it, society doesn't see it as right and therefore we've made a hard decision. I'm not saying whether it's right or not because mm-hmm. guess what? Some people try living different places. They try different right. foods. They try shit. They never try again. They didn't like it. And right. they're okay, but this is the one hard truth in our society that says you can't experiment with that. There's no going back. And is it right? I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that's how most of us were brought up to think. There are other cultures, believe it or not, that believe that no matter what you do, you're fine. You can go either way, and they do just fine. I'm talking about because Americans. You're not gonna try that shit in Africa, Dubai. No, but those are yeah, those are countries that adhere to very very old school morals and principles they don't they don't jack around about that and again america is funny because america see, uh, tries to be very progressive about a lot of things but mm-hmm. not so much in these areas now you want my opinion i think and it is what it is i think it's a it's a it's this transgender movement i think that it's a there's a, it's a motive because they are pushing that in grade school anytime you teach about gender reassignment Mm-hmm. And sexuality to eight-year-olds—that's an agenda. 
and it's a horrible agenda that this country is on. Look at the industry. Many we talk about all the time. The industry, music, acting, um, sports, everywhere you look, they're pushing an agenda. And the reason I say that is because when you push so hard to get people to change their way of thinking and operation, that's an agenda. I'm not trying to convince anybody out here to pick mm -hmm. up my field of work or my sports of preference or my practices. I'm just doing me. If you like it, I'll show you. But when you push it, that's a problem. They're yeah. literally not teaching reading, writing, English, math. They're teaching you can get something cut off and read assigned. And I, I would be murderous as a parent. And I'm not saying that there weren't a lot of those things going on, even when my kids just got out the past few years. Mm -hmm. But I think it's an agenda, and I don't agree with it at all. If someone decides on their own, hey, maybe I feel like this, cool. The one thing about it, I cannot do flagrant and flamboyant. That's my only rule. Yeah. Be who you want to be, but if you're over the top with it, that means you're trying to get attention, and the attention you get is going to be negative. I do yes. have a problem with that. Yeah. And again, yes, look, my daughters can come to me any day of the week and go, this is what I think I'm going to do. And it's like, all right, whatever. <clears throat> my son, if he did it, I'd be like, all right, whatever. But if you came in here spinning around, sashaying, snapping all that shit, I got to beef with that. Hmm, that's I, be I, don't, I don't want either. As a straight man, I don't want that. Would I accept it? Absolutely. Yes. I've learned several friends that I grew up with like that. We knew it back then. Nobody said anything. And then as it progressed, we were like, okay, yeah, we knew. Love them the same. I just right. do the over the top because yes. you shouldn't have to be who you are. But if you have to put it in people's faces, I think that's wrong. But yeah, because this is the thing. The thing about that is that they're trying to be more. Okay, it's like, okay, I, I want to be her, but you, you got to do all this extra stuff. And extra. we don't we don't do that. Yeah, extra. we don't walk around being extra. So why why would you? That's overcompensation. What it, that's what that's what makes it that's what makes it very ugly, and that's what makes people like, okay, you know what? He wants some attention. He's gonna get this, you know, and, and it's, it's and it's bad. It's the wrong yeah. kind of greed. I'm not. I'm not. And again, I'm not for. I don't. Obviously, you know, I condone a lot of violence, but not in this case. Right. People should be allowed to live how they want to live. But I of also course. feel like. Like we were talking about whatever definition CB was reading and things like that, and whether that was somebody's words or not. My thing is this. If you have to push something mm -hmm. influenced by more than just being who and what you are, I think that's an issue because, again, I, I, I led by example. I didn't have to go to my son and go, hey, man, you know, the man is supposed to do X, Y, Z, or this is how you operate. <clears throat> he learned. And by, by mm -hmm. watching me, he understands. You handle your business, you work, you pay your bills, you take care of this, you protect that. There right. was, but if you come in and try to, in my opinion, you try to upend mm -hmm. and redirect what kind of what nature does. And listen, I'm not going to get into the argument about we were born this way, nature made us this way. If you feel a certain way, do you. But I don't give a shit what you say. You're not going to tell me that you're going to sit there and talk anybody that's not an adult into believing they need to butcher themselves and they have no idea these kids don't even know what damn cereal they like from day to day they don't know what cartoon they like right. from day to day and you're telling them that you want to be something that you know you you're not necessarily born i don't i don't, I don't agree with it you want to wear this kind of clothes you want to of course i mean the thing about it is that if you introduce them to a certain direction then you're giving them options 
sure. from a very early age. So if you're only showing them, because um, you guys know I, w- I wear a lot of dark clothes. So if you're only showing a child, uh, a, you know, blue jeans and a black top or blue jeans and a red top or blue jeans and a green top, and that's what they know. They got options. Well, what do you want to wear today? Oh, I want to wear my green. Or I want to wear my blue. I want to wear my white with my jeans. And that's right. the options they have. But if you start right. showing them, hey, look, if you want, you could wear a pink shirt or you could wear a, a, a tutu or you could wear right. a, and now you got a little boy thinking he could wear this, then what's going to happen? Well, I'm going to the store. Well, can I wear my tutu? Well, no, you shouldn't wear it out. Well, I want to wear my tutu. And now this so, is giving so, you hell. Okay. In my opinion, do you guys believe that there are specifics to our roles based on how we were born? In other words, are there specifics to being a man and specifics to being a woman that play out throughout your life? Like, are there certain jobs and obligations and things that we each do better and that we should be assigned to or that we should do just innately? As opposed to going, hey, I identify as this, and now I'm in a role that's not traditional to me. Do you believe that, or do you think, okay, that's old school? It ain't no such thing as men's jobs, women's jobs, men's roles, women's roles. I think we were raised with those expectations, but I think that the world has changed. Uh, People's thought processes have changed pertaining to that. Like, for example, according to uh, firstcry.com, the impact on the sexuality of a gender neutral child. Um, Gender neutral parenting has less effect on sexuality than you would think. Research shows that homosexuality is influenced higher by biology and genetics than environment. In fact, 85% of gender non-conforming children go on to become heterosexual adults. So my question is, what do you think personally, as far as what I'm talking about, typical or traditional roles and things like that, not just identification, but roles? Do you think there are specifics that you would have? Okay, so growing up, obviously your kids are the same age. So do you think that there are certain jobs that would be, Aramis would be better suited to than Ariana? No. Like what? Okay, I beg to differ, but go ahead. Because I think that a woman can do anything a man can do, sometimes even better. Sure. So I would not um, put my daughter in a box and say, oh, you can't do this or you can't do that if that's something she wants to do. And I wouldn't put my son in a box and say, oh, you can't do this or you can't do that if that's something he chooses to do. So I I think at some point it it comes not the parent's choice, but it's what the child wants if they're, especially if they're of age to make decisions for themselves. Um, A parent's job is to guide their children, to love them, to guide them, um, teach them as best we can, be there for them. But at the end of the day, they have their own minds. They have their own choices that they wanna make. They have their own lives that they want to live. We can't live their lives for them and they cannot live their lives for us. They have to live for themselves. Right. So we'll always be their parent. We may not agree with the choices that they've made, but you still have to, you know, come to grips, accept it. It is what it is. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. You, you can't force anything, but here's where I'm going to veer left. 
I would, if my son wanted to do ballet, I wouldn't, I'd be like, okay, mm -hmm. be the best Barishnikov impersonator you can be. If my son, if my daughters, <clears throat> either or, wanted to play football, I would have a shit fit. Because regardless of whether or not we tell them <clears throat> you're equal, mm -hmm. you're first of all, we're not equal. So that that whole thing needs to go out the door. We can talk about this as long as y'all want. We are not equal. Not I'm not talking about cerebrally because, yes, your brain and mind is every bit as good as mine and better or mm -hmm. whatever. But that's it. It stops right there. Here's mm -hmm. what I ask people all the time. <clears throat> Real talk. If 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 a, if a brawl broke out, would you want six five foot two women cops to show up, or six six foot two men cops to show up, or six foot two women for that matter? If a fire broke out, would you want a woman trying to come? But by nature, we're physically superior. Certain things are designed for us. We are the beast of burden on the planet. Let us be the pack mules and do what we do best. You can be a scientist just like I can, an engineer and all that. But when people go, I, my, I tell my daughters in a heartbeat, you can do anything very well. My daughters were great athletes, but don't expect to beat your brother. Don't expect to beat me and I'm 100. It's just the nature of the beast. And I think we do a disservice when we tell girls they can do that because it's not fair. I can't have a baby, nor do I want to. I give you full props for that. But you can do calculus like I can. You can read, write. But there are certain we are just by design different. And I don't think it's mm -hmm. fair to tell people, yes, you can do anything the same and better. No, you cannot, and you shouldn't. But we're we're not talking about your intellect and your brain because yes, you're every bit as good. But let's stop it right there. The world was made by physical beings. These physical beings created the roads, the streets, the infrastructure, satellites, all that kind of shit. You're not going to find 10 people that don't look like me to do it. What's up, Mimi? Mm -hmm. I, I want to say something. Mm -hmm. I just think that when you give, when you give women or mm -hmm. men like such a right, or, or let me just say women, because women have this thing with thinking that they can do anything that a man does and i'm not going to rule it out i'm not going to say i'm not going to say we, we can't i'm going to say we can i'm going to also say we shouldn't mm -hmm. like i don't want to be a construction worker laying exactly. freaking bricks and all that shit. even though damn i could probably go do it and do it better than some men but at the end of the day that's not what i want to do right. i want to be in somebody's office being classy, being cute with my old little nails and having my little, <laughs> hey, thank you for calling and my entertainment group. How may I help you? Embrace it. I, I'm just, I'm just saying that we should not have to be fighting hard to be in a man's world. Like I, not, I want the man to be yes. the man and do what men do and us. Okay. So, so there's that role when you're talking about going out and working and then you also have the other, the other side when it comes to men and women at home where he's like oh the man should take out the garbage and the woman should wash the dishes and no i just think that we should all do shit together like at the end of the day if you see some dishes in the sink and i don't feel like washing them baby why don't you just okay now this now this is interesting this is interesting so but these are these have been traditionally gender roles and that's funny but it's true so if you look at that you go okay tech typically the the trash is the heavy dirty work we mm -hmm. 
if we want to keep you away from that, we tend to do it. You're right. Anybody can do it. And if I tell right. her, I says, hey, bring this up to me, then she needs to do that. Because guess what? I live in a house full of women. But the point that we're making is if there's a bump in the night, guess who gets up? None of them. Me. Because I'm a single mom. So that it would a, be me. But that's a different. I take care of it. 100%. And well, we're talking about we're talking about women and men being in a household. We're not talking right, about single right, moms. Right. I'm you're, also a single mom, and I did all the shit. You're doing what you have to do by choice, or by or because right. you don't have a choice. If your right. son was there, he would do it because right. he's an adult. He's not. He lives where he lives, and I understand that. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about what you do out of necessity. Right. We're talking about if everything is in place as it should be. If if things go as they should be. That wouldn't be the issue. You're right. Listen, I was raised by a single parent. I know full well, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I've always, like we were saying earlier, I've always kind of taken on that mantle. I did I mean, it all. And, and guess what? When my daughter could, you know what I did? I sent her to do it. Like, I'm not taking out the garbage anymore. You send out the garbage. If if your son was in the house, if he was, it wouldn't have been her. If you happen right. to be married to that, you right. wouldn't have. You did it out of necessity. That's the point that I'm making. Right. And so when we, when we, but here's the thing that's weird. You ladies both have had to do a lot on your own. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what's crazy. Even though you do it and you take pride in that, how often do you go, oh, I'm tired of doing everything. I'm tired of blah, 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 because you've had to play both roles. And so it, it wears you down right now. The mm -hmm. funny thing about it is when men talk about women being. But this is the thing. And let me just say this in parentheses. At yeah. the end of the day, right? If mm -hmm. you if, if I am doing it by myself because I've been like alone by myself, unless you mm -hmm. say me with my daughter. Right, because mm -hmm. my son was raised by, by his dad. So right. when she was out the door, I still had to do all these things by myself. So it yes. doesn't it doesn't matter. It's not a oh, let me get a man just because he can do the man stuff and I can do the woman stuff. At the end of the day, I get to do it all, which is all good. But if a man comes into my life, do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna step to the side and let the man do what the man wants to do because it's only right. Good for you, which exactly which you should. But the point that I'm making is too many men, unfortunately are becoming feminine and there are too many masculine women in the world and that's not cool because right. women, women when women talk about embracing their masculine energy let me tell y'all something out there just just being real i know a lot of my sisters have had to do it on their own i was raised by one my heart goes up that's why i have so much love for y'all but i'm just here to tell you when you when you feel like you have to compete with a man in a man's world that's going to you're going to lose no. that's not it's not normal it's not natural you shouldn't be right. masculine because here's the thing because i don't i look i don't want his ass to compete with me either cuz i'll be fucking pissed off exactly if you embrace your masculine energy and he embraces feminine energy you're going to be like if this bitch ass dude don't get out of here it ain't fucking sexy is it no <laughs> Guess what? A masculine woman ain't sexy to us either. So right. when I see these little dude chicks walking around with a face <laughs> like mine and they titties taped down and they look like little boys and they holding a girl's hand, I don't respect. I respect yeah. that that's what you love. Listen, you like a good looking woman, so do I. We both looking at your girl. Yeah, but the thing true. is, ain't nobody gonna respect that because here's the thing: you look like a seventeen year old dude. So I'm not going to respect yes, you coming up yes. to me trying to have a deep voice going, what's up, bro? And I'll get your little ass up out of here because most of them ain't but that big. It's yeah. un, it's it's not normal to, to us. It doesn't even look right. I'm not saying you're wrong. You love who you love. What I'm saying is mm -hmm. you can't tell me that people don't look at that and go, 
Nah, because again, you're trying to be something you are not. It ain't no different than a dude who's 6'2", with big, broad-ass fucking shoulders, hands this damn big and feet this big, saying, I want to swim on the women's swim team and winning. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I fucking can't stand that guy. You 6'4", smashing these women in NCAA swimming because no. you with men. That's no, and, and, and I have a problem with that, too. At the end of the day, I think that they should have their own freaking... Their own team. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Do have have your own. Have a transgender team or have sure. a whatever you want to be team. But I don't think that you should be over here with the women that that are. Oh, I'm oh, yeah. and you coming in there with your all your testosterone with your shit. Well, well, but no. see, you have to realize that that so called suppression is it, out of the gate. You can suppress a hormone, but you're already fully developed. Again, listen, me at my size. If I decide next year that I'm going to compete in my particular skill and I'm going to go in and compete as a woman, I'm going to destroy. I don't care how many black belts I see. I'm going to destroy every woman I see. It's no yeah, fair. Yeah, no, and that's not cool. That's not fair. So if you so if you notice with this movement we're talking about, most of the time you see transgender women, i.e. men who, transgen- who, who transition to women, competing. You don't see women who transition to men competing because they know better. Right. Because they know better. They know. It's, listen, you've, you've got the frame, the average height. Because you're not a dude. So you got to be like, yeah, what's well, up? Here's the, thing. The, average, the average height in America for women, black women in particular, is about 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, that's, that's average height. The average height of the man in America is about 5'9". Fuck you, George. It's about 5'9". Same. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so six that being said, ass over there, six so, so you, take, you take just a regular 5'9 guy and put him and make him a woman, he's huge because tall for a woman is 5'7". You take a right. regular woman who's 5'3", five, 5'4", five, make her a man, she's undersized. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm like you. Have your own division. Do your own thing. Yes. I'll it and I'll clap. But right. if I would have seen a, somebody look like me line up against my daughters in track, I would have had a problem. Of course. Of and course. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not hating on what people want to do. I just exactly. don't. We shouldn't be force fed and have to swallow mm-hmm. what what this country. But this country's on a real twisted agenda. This country yes. really is like like dude. It's Man, this country, we are on a real twisted agenda, and that's part of it. I'm, it is what it is. There's a lot of people are whistleblowing and talking about that stuff. These high-profile, really, really rich people, they're into some twisted, demonic yes. shit. Yes. yes, This is part of it. You're trying, to, you're trying to thin the herd by separating the families, by making guys think that they're women and people not wanting to get married and have children and do stuff like that. And it's, listen. There's there's less children being born for the first time in history right now in this country. There are more women over 30 that have no children than there have ever been in history. And if you don't think that that's an issue, there it is. Yes, and of it's, course it it's is. because of this shit. Take down titties, buzz cuts, and three fucking chin hairs, but you're 42 years old. Like, come on, man. who are you fooling, man? Who are you fooling? <laughs> Hi, Carrie. Yes, Carrie said she agrees. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, it's heavy, Carrie, but you, you, you definitely you follow my logic. Listen, here's the thing: I used to be a bouncer in a drag club, and there was a lot of there was some transitioning, there were some different things. 
people are wonderful. If they're wonderful people, yes. they're wonderful people. Yes, yes. I got no beef, beef with you as people. But again, I don't I don't like anybody pressing anything on me. Don't push your politics, your religious, your financial, yes. your don't push anything on me. Yes. And don't and don't make it an agenda and enforce it on my children without my permission. And when, when people mm-hmm. do that, I know to look now there's a problem because I know you're trying to pull some shit. Right. You're, you're forcing things. There's so many teachers and stuff that are getting into it because they're pushing this wacky agenda on young, young children. It's it's crazy. Yes. I'm glad. Glad my yeah. kids are out of it. And I, I went through some of it, believe it or not. One of my daughters was like, oh, I think I like growth. I'm like, yeah, sure you do. Here you go. Date one, two. And guess what she's doing right now? Not that I have an issue with it, but the, the thing is, guess what she's doing right now? Oh, yeah, me and so-and-so do going out. I I, I knew the drill. You, right. she, was doing, she was doing it because it was in vogue. It was like, it was kind of like a cross colors jeans. It was kind of like, right. it was, it was right. a fad. That's that. And you know what? So that's that's crazy because that's crazy that you said that because I actually thought that when I found out that my daughter was that it was a fad and then of course it became more serious because some more elements were thrown sure. into that where she had been through some shit and she was like you know what that's different. That's different. so so that's a whole yeah. different ball game a whole topic for another day but but yeah, yeah. I agree with what Carrie says right there I'm the same way with Carrie believe what you want but keep it there. Don't force it on everyone else, especially our children. Yes, yes. Because what's happening now is that the kids are going to school and they're little itty bitties and they're coming home with questions and you're like, where the hell did you learn that? Oh, well, you know, my teacher said, or my teacher showed me, what? So that's what's happening now that now you have the teacher imposing all these different topics on these little kids that don't have no business. They should be like in their ABCs on one, two, threes, and they come coming home talking about, well, my teacher has a girlfriend and she's a female, and this is what they do because I saw it on a video that she showed me. What? That, and the, and the, and the parents are going crazy. They are, but the teachers are backdoor forcing that. Again, it's an agenda. And yes. I, I can't even imagine how ballistic I would have gone if I would have found out that that was the curriculum but your kid is not ready to like take a test or learn a new language. You're trying to have them make life decisions. That's why like, okay, kind of following that flow. Like we talked about D Wade and Gabrielle. I think they are absolute trash for what they did. I do. Don't give me that bullshit about your 12 year old knew what he, she wanted. You let that kid do that. I think they're both the trashiest people on the planet for doing that. Um, Because I think it was publicity. And I think you wanted to seem progressive and you, I feel like you ruined that, that young man's life. And now it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's too late or too far gone, but think about what it would take to undo and reverse. Well, this is the thing. It would be, it would be too late and too far gone if that child really had a whole transition done. I, but I feel like that's kind of what the plan has been since the, 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 the kid was 12. Yeah, so so if the kid has been transitioned, then that's that's done because you can take a dick off and put it back on. But with a panani, you could be like, you know what? Shut the panani down because I'm about to go over here and get some dick. But the problem is, it's 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 the psychological damage. You of can course, no, of course. Like they sold Bobby's shit back on. They turned women into men, so you can do it. But it's just a wreck. It's a, like that's so. Look, there have been women that have lived as men to to go into the military and to support their family. There have been men that lived as women. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just right. saying when you 
tell a young child who knows nothing? Think about the difference between when you were 21 and 30. How much did you change? Of course. That's different. The way we live now is different. Kids are exposed to different things. Kids pick up different things. And that's what it is. Kids learn different things. where, Where we were back then, 20, 30, 40 years ago, compared to now, like in our 50s and shit, 45 and over, it's like, ooh. What they're seeing is, yeah, 100%. But here's what I'm going to tell you. No matter what you say to me, I don't care how well-developed, how built on, 16 is still 16, 12 is still 12. You only you can only develop when you develop. You see more, you're exposed to more. It doesn't mean you understand. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying mentally, not physically, because kids are bigger, faster, stronger. I'm saying twelve is still twelve, and you can't tell me that a twelve year old is so much more mature because actually they're not more mature. Shit, twelve year old sixty years ago working on farms and getting up early. So these pussies that we raising right now that ain't doing nothing are not more mature. So I agree that they're physically. Mm-hmm superior but mentally not at all not at all so you still aren't going to convince me that a 15 year old in 2023 knows what they need want or deserve because hell i know 40 year olds that don't they probably don't know but they think they know kids think they know everything that's just part of being a teenager i am thanking god that i am in a position where the kids are out the door but at the same token i have two grandkids and a nephew and they're all under the age of 11. And I'm telling you now, I'm all in their shit. Uh, well, well, but, but like, Just okay, CB said earlier when she was reading, she was saying earlier that, you know, gender neutral parents pretty much, how I take it is they kind of let their children flow. They let them flow and figure it out. And I'm all for saying, hey, you know what? Flow and figure it out at what age? Because we're not flowing and figuring shit out on this. Okay, what do you like today? You like this cereal? You like this cartoon? Okay, let's talk about it. But I'm not. I I can't be completely hands off if someone else is influencing the kid. If they right, and that's the problem. What's this? You tell them. But if they come to me and go, um, Miss So and So tells me that I'm supposed to like boys too. I am going to beat the brakes off. We go to school. <laughs> don't influence okay. Don't do that. But in that situation, that's different. If it's being, you know, influenced by a teacher or a teacher planting that seed in your mind, like, oh, all right, right. I'm supposed to do this. So I'm so that's a different thing. But if a child or if a teenager has come to you as a parent and they're telling you that they're having feelings for okay. Okay. The same sex. Then that's when you have that conversation. And kids at what age are having feelings but, about sex, Crystal? But, 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 you, but you know what? You don't know. You don't. Know. Every well, kid is different. In this country, it's very young. But to your to your point, CB. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've dealt with that. I've dealt with that. And again, like I said, when it's with girls, it's no problem because you go, yeah. "Hi, that's cool." You you. Just, I've dealt with that a few years back, and it was here's the thing. Oh, um, one day it was. Jim Bob, and the next day it was Jane. And guess what? When it was Jane, I'm like, all right, cool. We're going here. We're hanging out. We're doing, we still did the same shit as couples and families and all that. And guess what? When it was over and done with, because I never I never made it good, bad, and different. Mm-hmm. I treat everybody the same. Hell, I can tell you right now stories about my daughter's girlfriend helping me change my damn alternator. <laughs> Should I? I, I right. couldn't right. do that when I was younger. So the thing is, I don't treat anybody differently. 
if if my kid loves you and you love my kid, I love you. The difference is I'm not going to push it one way or the other. You know without asking me how I feel, but the one thing about it was I'm pretty close. To, I'm pretty close. Let's see. Yes, my fourth grade granddaughter has been asking questions, but see that fourth grade. I'm afraid. Couple, no, I'm no. afraid. I really don't know what to tell her. Uh, two fourth, of her best friends in her class like girls, and I'm like, oh boy. But see, wow. that's bullshit. You not. And these are fourth, fourth graders, no. mind you. They're like what, that's nine years it. old? That's influence. That's influence. In fourth grade, dude, you know what we was doing? Passing notes and trying to steal a playboy. You couldn't tell us nothing yeah. about girls liking girls and boys like. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. What I'm saying is that they're so open about it. Yes. Again, it's a different era that we're living in. What yeah. we experienced as youth is totally different. Yes. And guys, we don't, I'm sorry. We don't want to disregard what Carrie said. Um, Carrie said, our future is in the hands of confused kids. You think the government is messed up now. Wait till these kids take over. Kids nowadays are so arrogant thinking they know it all. You know what, Carrie? Here's what I'll say, though. The funny part about it is these so-called kids you're talking about are actually the ones that are being influenced. Do you realize why there is still racism in the world? Do you realize why there's classism and sexism? Because the old people that believed in it are teaching their respective younger counterparts. So it's mm-hmm. not that this is brand new. It's just much more public. You're 100% yeah. right. These yes. know-nothings, and even my daughter would ask. My daughter and I talk about all the time. And she goes, she talks about Gen Z and whatever. She's like, man, daddy, we are... We are in bad shape. And she even knows it. Because, I mean, you know, you, I talk shit on them all the time. But, woo, it's just one of those. It's just one of those. They are being taught at the knee of these people in the background. These are just people. Everybody nowadays just wants to be public, wants to be heard, wants to have likes. So it's it's out in the open. I don't think any of this is new. Clearly, it's not new. Of Sodom, course. Sodom and Gomorrah, it's not new. But it's in your face. Yes, of course, of course. There's more. There's more. You you got social media. You got cameras. You got everybody on their cell phones. You got all this. But it's right. been going on for a long time, for decades and decades. It's all in the Bible. So, but, but what do you do when the minority becomes the majority? Like it's that's that's the thing. Like this has become so everyday, prevalent, run of the mill. People aren't even shocked by it. It's just matter of fact, and that's a scary thing because now it becomes it becomes regular. I'm like just, the norm, it becomes the norm, and that just that still goes back yeah. to the I, 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 that's man playing God. The fact that you were born one way and you choose to alter something that look if you can't achieve something by maybe working out, getting in shape, eating right, doing whatever, you can't change your sex by doing that. You can't change how you right. you know. You can make yourself bigger or smaller or whatever within reason. But if you have to use drugs, medication, surgery, then that tells me you're, you're not meant to be there. And, and my heart goes out to people that feel like they're trapped in another right. body. That, I know that's true. And I know body dysmorphia plays a part. That's heartbreaking. But to push that agenda shows me that there is a huge ulterior motive from the powers that be to get people to stop procreating and to stop, you know, uh, mm-hmm. taking on their respective roles by nature. Some shit is just by nature. It just mm-hmm. is. And like I said, I'm sorry. When you got, <laughs> when you got, 
the man in the relationship walking around looking like a 16 year old boy holding the girl's hand and you got these two big six foot tall ashy ass big broad shorter big feet having ass niggas in high heels i got a problem with that yeah. what you gonna do if somebody robs you and his big ass runs and then she gotta stand there and fight because he's dressed in <laughs> i've like, seen videos okay. like that this come on right. right come on this <laughs> is not right Look, but let me look. Let me tell you guys this, right? I'm gonna cut you off, Roger, because I gotta say this. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I gotta say this. So, my daughter still has. She. This is her promise to me. Her promise to me, because you know, I've been talking about her giving me a baby. Like, like, look, you're getting ready to come home soon. We, okay. we gotta talk about this, right? She's like, Ma, this is the only way that I'm gonna wear some heels and a dress. And you gotta get married. I'm gonna get married for my daughter to do this one. But at the end of the day, I'm also I'm also like, yo, just get with a basketball player. Just give me a grandchild. Like, let's just let's work this thing out because I gotta have a grandbaby. And I just think if she gives somebody a chance at some point, you know, she's gonna be like, you know what, I like this over here. I ain't playing with this no more. So, but but you but you know what? It's tag and war, man. Look, this is the thing. Unless we're dead, there's chances. I, and I and I and I'm, I don't make light of this. It's very very different because again, I spent time working there. When you know, I and, and I I would ask people their story because people are definitely interested in telling their story. They want to be understood. And yeah. the thing is, me and my boys, we were all football players. So I would ask the women, especially sorry, but especially like the really good looking ones, and they'd be like, "Yo, yeah, what happened?" I'd be like, "What happened?" Right. Because unfortunately, listen. The biggest threat to women is men. I hate to say it, but it's true. The biggest threat to women is men. You have to take a chance. No, the biggest threat is my son coming home and talking about he likes men. That's a threat to me. Like, like well, no, the we have to have, to have so conversation. This, the the biggest threat to women right. is bitch ass dudes. We don't and, want bitch ass. And, and guess what? Both of y'all just described men in some fashion. I ain't having that no way. chromosome. Uh, peace ended up the biggest threat to him. And I'm talking about physically, whatever. So let's take your daughter, for instance. She obviously has a mistrust because of past history. I get it. It's right. easy to go with somebody that she feels like, you know what? Maybe this person wouldn't have as much of a choice as over overpowering me. Right. Things, And so she feels more safe. I get that. But in the grand scheme of things. If but you she could still change up one day and decide that she wants to be with a dude. Versus, is, a, versus my son saying like, look, you know, I got hit in the back door, but check this out. I want to go be with a girl. No, you fucked up. You done. You're a mess. <laughs> you're a whole mess in the world. You're going to mess up her life and everybody's life. So you know what's going to happen? As soon as she pisses you off, you're going over to here to Tommy D. Do you think that's a case of... But that's what download brothers do. I mean, they have their cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but you know, I think the percentage of that is... You know, it's still minimal in comparison. I just think, unfortunately, they've got the most pressing publicity. And so that's what throws people go, oh, it's all these guys. Yeah, it's not. I promise you. Here's the thing I know hundreds of men. I'm not saying that a, a couple of you may or may not be, but I'll guarantee you of the hundreds, maybe thousands of men that I know, 99% are strictly all about. The woman and about doing that it's just it's just you know you base it on how you you know what you judge people on so i don't think where that's do they the, hang out where do they where hang they out at? everywhere where are they at well i Everywhere. think that i need to have i think i need to have some conversations 
with the ones that I do know that are like, you know what, I'm, I'm going this route and this is the route that I'm going. Because I just, I, I just really honestly feel like, I guess me today, I need to really understand why, who, how, what happened. You might be surprised at what they tell you because when yes. I'm interested in what happened, you'd be amazed at how quickly they are to queue up and tell you exactly what happened. And sometimes- And I'm you, sure they will. Sometimes you wish you didn't ask. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, so well, this is the this is the thing. I, I I would I would want to know. I would want to know based on some things that I experienced with my own son when he came up here to the states from the Virgin Islands because the Virgin Islands is a very free up place. It's just free, free, ta-da, free. And then one day you have you know great contacts and you got your shirt all hang up and then you out there doing jelly jelly shots with with the gay boys and on a corner like playing. No, that that's called that's an so, experience. So I'm just like, what kind of moment were you having? Like, we never really get to sit down and talk about it because he thinks that I'm really just trying to like come at him like, eh, no, I really want to know what possessed you to do if, some if, shit if, like if, that. If you come at him, if you come at him hardcore, with it wasn't. Like, I know. I, I never come hardcore. I really come soft with my kids. Shut the hell up! Everything you do is hardcore. Don't. No, it's me. not. It's not. I'm gonna tell you all something. And look, one day you guys are gonna have the opportunity <laughs> to interview my daughter, so y'all could really know like how her mother is. Because I, I have a really, really soft spot for my niece, my nieces, my nephews, my kids. I have a really soft spot for them, and I come at them in a kind of way that if you heard me talk to them, you'd be like. The fuck who no, is this I, mini I me? Because you have to, because because of the positions that they're in, the things that they've gone through, and you want to kind of like get that shit out, like what happened, who did it, where did it go wrong, who do I need to go after? See, but see, this is the point that I'm talking about. See, you, it's not about you not having a heart. See, listen, if you when you shoot from the hip like that, you go, no, I'm just being straight, telling like it is. That's a lot for some people. And that's what that's what it I is. Think. It is. It is. Well, let me tell you. The, let me tell you the one thing that I do know. The one. Let me say this. Let me say this. The one thing that I do know, that my nieces, my nephews, my grandbabies, they can come at their Mimi for anything in any kind of conversation, and I'm gonna have the dirtiest conversation with them because I really wanna fucking know. I listen. I have an aunt just like you. Today is my aunt Fred's birthday. My aunt Alfreda. I'll meet you. I'll Happy meet birthday! You. The same fucking way. When we were little, she would say stuff to us, and none of our other relatives. And it was like, "Aunt Fred will make you blush, even as an adult." Yeah. She put it like this: My aunt Fred is shorter than fucking you, and of course, she's beige as fuck, piss colored little short women. I don't know what it is about. Oh, oh, oh y'all saw George it, reflection? Did his face, his facial expression, just now? Who's shorter than five two? <laughs> my my, my, my friend is, and so the funny part about it, but she was the one that you and junior high, whatever. She like, listen, don't be letting them girls put their mouth on your this. And you, I mean, she would hit you with the real shit. We would be like, oh my god, we're not ready for that. So you the same kind of. Aunt. I'm it's the not, realest for all of them. They always know they could come to Auntie Nini. It's yes. not about my carry. Yeah, when people are not comfortable because they know that you're going to ask the tough questions and they know mm -hmm. that you're not going to pull punches. Some people aren't ready for it. It ain't that you yeah. get nothing wrong. They ain't ready for it. Yeah, yeah. And when you go, all right, come here. 
what you been doing who you been doing it with how come they, they, people no like you know what it doesn't come like that my conversations be so sweet they just tell it they just tell it because like you know what auntie mimi you're the only person i can you tell know what, Let's go. we're going to agree to disagree because for the past three years you know i think we've all developed the sense roger that. you shut the fuck up we about to go guys so what it is is we have four <laughs> minutes left to our show let me cut his ass off as a matter of fact hold on a second because he he need a, he need he need a, you need to step out and punish me right now for about uh three seconds. Okay, let me put him back in here because uh we're about to end our show. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, you know, there be shit that happens on this show sometimes, and this is one of those moments. So. Love. So I'm gonna say one love, God bless, guys. See you guys next week for our next topic. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna only get crazy and crazier as we go. So just get ready for it. Mm. Say your bye, Roger. Say your bye. Uh, if you throw a rock and a pack of dogs, the one that hollers, the one that got hit. <laughs> what are you talking about? I love y'all. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> George Peace Love and hair grease Lots of it Go CB Thank you guys for joining us tonight You've been listening to CB and the boys We come to you every Wednesday as your midweek motivator Offering you music, motivation, conversation, laughter And a whole lot of fun Hopefully you got that And then some Don't forget to join us next week Same time, same station And don't forget to check out our website CBandtheboys.org and definitely like us and subscribe. Click the button below here on our YouTube. And that's YouTube slash at CB and the boys. So everyone like us, subscribe, share the live, share the wealth. And we will see you next week where our topic is da, 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 conspiracy theories. So you don't want to miss that. So we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Your head be hurting and shit. My shit is hurting. It's all love. <laughs> Carrie, Lolo, guys. Oh, my God. Thank you guys for hanging. Lolo, Trey, yeah. JJ, yeah, all you. you guys, man. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Uh, the boys have left the building.